0: give him something to talk about i see the energy running out i got a planet to run around okay okay you ain't doing
1: nothing but run your mouth no i don't want to be humble now that might want to be be one of our best like actual intros
0: i know we got the timing just on point yeah well, i think
1: well it was we had the timing on point but it was just totally random that it happened ended up that way because I, <laughs> I looked over and i forgot which button to push i pushed it, it have to be the exact right time to push it <laughs> It's a good start to the new year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You guys send us comments if you like our intro or don't like our intro, or comments on anything. I like that song. I do. I do too. <laughs> I dig it. You found that where? And that was uh, I forget what service it was. It was one of those um, licensing licensing um, song, which is really cool because you can do that for pictures too. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's just a warehouse, and you Google it, you can find there's a number of services you know with licensed songs that you can use for um you know your all your photo needs all your webcast needs all of that stuff instagram yeah, videos stories whatever tens of thousands of songs to choose from so you click the genre you take fast or slow you take you know harsh language not harsh language mm-hmm. like the filters were incredible it's come a long way since when we first oh were my, able to start oh streaming music yeah, yeah back in those the, what was that napster the learning <laughs> curve is uh much uh much less steep now i mean you can, you can get you can get up and running much quicker yeah watch a youtube video and you're ready to go um you just gotta spend a little bit of money if you spend um all in uh spend a thousand bucks not including your computer um but if you spend a thousand bucks and you can have a pretty damn good setup mm-hmm.
0: well, you, you're like referring to like podcasting yeah yeah like all the, the podcast gear, the you know mixture and everything else. spend a thousand bucks you can have
1: a pretty damn good setup yeah um, probably even cheaper if you really kind of hunt on each item
0: cheaper if you uh don't have to buy it back yeah
1: <laughs> cheaper <laughs> if it doesn't get ripped off and you have to buy it again um all right cool lots of well happy new year we it's obligatory we have to say it yeah yep. i'm gonna get it out of the way today you're getting happy new year from me today everybody <laughs> but you uh, with any luck you ain't getting it tomorrow <laughs> today
0: is the day it's
1: monday yeah. it's the first monday of the year it's where it starts it's, the, the, <laughs> it's, it's indicative a little bit of well one i'm 60 and so you know i'm, I'm bitter about everything been a few <laughs> few new years well yeah it's been a few New Years. but the other thing is it's like it's a day just like any other day 100 and and the sooner you, you know i think the sooner that people can get on that path yeah. choose that path that they want to be in and stay on that path the more likely they are to have success rather than beginning something new. Mm-hmm. Um, every time the new year starts, Yeah, only 8% of new year's resolutions actually work. Is it eight? I thought it was like 95% failure rate. Yeah. It's well, 92%, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It, it, who knows? We'll what, find who, out this. <laughs> year. Who gets those numbers, right? Who does that question. question? Did your resolution work? <laughs> no. Like, like where's the science <laughs> not, on new year's all resolutions? Science but,
0: resolutions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to go down that rabbit hole no,
0: no not today right right
1: not, not on this, this, yeah. is, this but let's great. just say a lot a lot of new year's resolutions don't work i think everybody will concede that you know, we don't have to have a specific number um the things uh i wanted to talk about today first of all we um we had a an amazing december i think you pulled up the mm-hmm. or you have the video for it yeah oh you actually have a video for it
0: yeah I, i'm pulling the diablo um instagram yeah which if you can see that whiteboard
1: is stacked yeah yeah it is kind of cool i'm putting together a whole collage right now of every month right so that'll that'll be coming out later and, it, today. and it's um that uh, that happens for a couple of reasons. Um, one, our our programming has progressions. Attendance was really good in December. Mm-hmm. Um, the people, it was deadlift. People love the deadlift. Members love the deadlift um our coaches are good at making or encouraging people to write down their results
0: yes we're well, tracking on sugar wad too which kind of gives you like yeah you know,
1: this is what you're set
0: prepare if you got the right percentage in there it tells yeah exactly. it's a
1: little bit of a plug for sugar wad yeah. too i guess because the in and, and i you know i looked at it we used to be on the whiteboard we talked about this last week we used to be on the whiteboard but sugar wad just is seems so much easier to use and it's more Mm -hmm. community based where Mm -hmm. you can get fist bumps and
0: it's a social atmosphere, social atmosphere. It's like the Facebook of tracking workouts. Right.
1: And, and that has helped. So we've got people kind of holding themselves accountable, accountable and then willing to put it up on the whiteboard. And, but again, it's another hook in that member. So the member knows that they're making, They're making progress, but it's we had a great December overall. Not only in terms of our member performance, but also in terms of gym memberships. Mm -hmm. Um, And unusually, December is usually one of the slowest months of the year, attendance wise. Attendance wise, and in terms of like uh, memberships canceling versus Mm -hmm. renewing, you did. December is usually our slowest month of the year. We just we we count on it, plan for it. This year was one of our best months of the year. Awesome. We ended. uh, We ended up. And, and it is awesome, and it's attributable. To, and I started thinking because I've talked to a number of other affiliate owners that have struggled. As a matter of fact, there's been three affiliates uh, within our um, five-mile radius or three, or probably eight-mile radius miles, that, have, yeah. that, have, that, have, that have closed recently. Now, certainly that contributes helps contributes to our success because some of those members did come to us. Um, but the p- pandemic was particularly hard, and it, and it exposed a lot of weaknesses with a lot of affiliates. You, you know, if you were 150 members or less um, total members going into the pandemic, you you had a a rough go of it. Yeah. We, you lose half your members paying because of the pandemic, and it makes it very tough to pay the rent around here in the Bay Area where the rents are so steep. Yeah. Um, because uh, those are the kinds of numbers we lost. We had at one point, I think, at the biggest point, we lost 40 percent of our member base. Really? Yeah.
0: Was, oh, it I didn't the, realize was it? Was it the? That lo- high. Was it
1: the low at the absolute lowest point? Was forty percent of our member base, and then it slowly started to rebuild, and then it started to accelerate back.
0: Did it start to come back when we when we really opened up outdoors? Yes. Okay.
1: Yep. As soon as we started opening up outdoors, yeah. Either outdoors in front, or just you you started, you, or the, sneaking them in the in the or back sneaking, door, <laughs> sneaking them in the back door. Um, but I, but it got me thinking about the the. Th- just kind of the end of the year stuff like what are the in in my mind because Diablo has had a very good year overall what are the top five things that make a successful affiliate and this is based upon you know my experience with uh, Diablo you know 17 18 years now um, uh, running a CrossFit affiliate and then exposure to other affiliates and what they're doing I know a lot of affiliate owners. I talk to a lot of affiliate owners. I I DM with a lot of affiliate owners, and then I observe a lot of affiliates um, through their, mostly through their social media. And so I started thinking about what are those top five things, and what should affiliates focus on. And it gets hard is if if things start to go backwards, you start to lose memberships, Mm -hmm. and and it's different in a CrossFit affiliate than a. Typical gym. Typical gym. You yeah. know this. Yeah. If you lose a member in a typical gym, you don't know who that member is. Your your model is
0: to sell memberships with your gym looking empty. Like, that was one of the reasons why I left my lot la- that original, what was it, club sport back in the day. Right. Because um, I was coaching CrossFit at the gym, and it wasn't very, like, conducive to the type of training that we do. Um, but the the number one thing that really set me off was like, all right, I'm done here was they we had a whole meeting with all the trainers and the question was what is our priority here as a business here and it was not weight loss it was not improving people's you know lifestyles it was purely on membership and at the at the same time as a trainer my income was 100% related to how many sessions i did not even the the membership
1: so they right. clearly
0: didn't even care about the trainers
1: right so yeah so that so as a result there was no little personal relationship yeah. so if you lose a member member there you lost a membership mm-hmm. in, in an affiliate and i know at diablo when we lose a membership we lose a member yeah and then we know who the person is we we want to know it's it's kind of a there's
0: a personal connection There's a personal connection yeah.
1: and there's some number of memberships that have been you know if you lose someone that's been with you a long time and i know this has happened to uh I feel that I've spoken to recently. You lose someone that's been with your gym for a long time that you know you've, you've broken bread with, yeah, (laughs) you've you've gone through ups and downs in life with, and then they leave. It's, it's like breaking up with a, it is a a partner. Yeah. It's brutal. And so that starts to weigh on you. My point being that, you know, you, you get a downturn and that starts to weigh on you and you start to reflect upon yourself. What am I, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. And then I think, um, and it can be, and, and I think it gets, unfortunately, it's a, it's a, an emotional distraction for affiliate owners yeah. that to help uh, has them take their eye off the ball. Yeah. And I think it's important to go back to the basics, go back to your, look, look at your, you know, written down mission and values, values which everyone yeah. should have, Yeah, review those, and then focus on the, on the, on the basics that make your uh make that makes affiliates successful and I think those five things are and these may or may not be in order um but I'll but I'll but I'll defend them in order and by that I mean why I put them at the in this order And the first one and we you and I have talked about this numerous times is and we had a big rant with Matt Souza about it is a is a clean gym which includes updated equipment um it is And the reason why I put it first is because it's the first impression. Yeah. Someone walks into your gym, they, they look, I've had, we, we recently updated our lobby area, got rid of a reception desk that we had in there for six or seven years, maybe six years. It was kind of looking beat down and, and look, our lobby looked great, but I got rid of it and we, you know, we put a, um, a freestanding table Big bar, big butcher block by a table, yeah. That that people can stand around where we're not separating our our staff from the the members, and then we put a table behind it so the members could come sit behind the mm-hmm. that table, and it looks really cool up there. It Does yeah. And I've had a number. I had the the the. It's inviting. We had those. Yeah, it's inviting. That's yeah. right. Well said. I had those members from North Carolina or South Carolina come visit us recently. Um, and they've been crossfitting for a long time and they go to some good crossfits. One of them was Rhapsody CrossFit, which they knew really well. And Rhapsody's uh, that he runs a, That guy runs an amazing gym. He's got two locations now, maybe three, but he's badass. Um, so I considered it a real compliment. They said, man, we, this is really nice in here. And so that's, that, and that's what you want. You want inviting and you want your, your lobby to speak to, um, kind of what you do as an affiliate mm-hmm. owner. So you gotta have a clean gym. It's the, the the you know bathrooms need to be clean, gym needs to be clean. You need to keep it clean on a regular basis. You need to figure out a way whether you're paying some high school kid or whatever else, or paying one of your members or trading membership. You need to make sure make sure that that, that place is clean. That's that's important. That people will leave you for that. Yeah. you are paying you know, 150 to 250 bucks a month. They want clean shit and organized and organized. Well, yeah. that's right. Organized. Yeah. So
0: it's got to be good like funks way, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flow. Yeah. Functionality has got to be on point. Right. And if it's not,
1: then it's time to keep well, in yeah, the progress. And it shows you care, man. That was what Matt Susa said. It shows you care, you know, yeah. Then You yeah. know, there's a system in place. Um, the the next thing I think the mm-hmm. second most important thing of the top five things is quality coaching. And but what I mean by quality coaching is that the, the the people that you have, whether it's you or your coaches that you've hired that you're putting in front of your members, they need to to be able to deliver content. Um, in a meaningful way, and it also includes and that it should include a warm up, a good warm up, a good workout, good explanation, good assistance, being able to touch every single member that's in class. One of the things At that I least, do, I actually kind of, and we talk about everybody's talked about it, but I but I borrowed it from you because you do it, you do you do it very well. Members notice, and the members compliment me on it, um, making sure you're touching base with every single member in class. I go through my warm up. I go through um, the skill instruction. And when there's that period of time, so for example, if it's a lift um, where they're just warming up for the lift, I'll walk, I'll casually walk around and it's, and I don't even have to hurry. I walk around and I, and I, you know, look the person in the eye. I'll say good morning, you know, any issues, anything, you know, you know what you're doing, you know, you know, you know, the weights you're going to use today, those kinds of things. And that making that contact, I think, is super important. Yeah. Saying their name. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't worry stress about you know saying their name three times in class. As you know, like you said, as long as you're you're touching them, right? You got it, yeah. And just... the way
0: I start it is, I check in. You know, how's everybody feeling? Mm-hmm. And I ask, I just ask for a very simple thumbs up, so so and eh. so. If it's yeah. like this, I know to go and talk to that person, not in front of the group, but also an individual and like, hey, what's going on? Is there something we need to adjust? Yeah, is that's anything-
1: a that actually is a really good one, and people should take that tip from Jamie Lee. And that's all he does right at the beginning, thumbs up, thumbs sideways, thumbs down.
0: It's, it sets the flow of class and, and helps that person with the intention of what they're there to right.
1: do. And it's a trigger for you to know, okay, I need to give this person, I might need a scale for this person. Yep. I might need to adjust this person or this person might just need, you know, pep talk. Yeah. Um, so quality coaching that's, and you know, I, and I think in terms of hiring a coach for you, for affiliate owners to think about it, in terms of quality coaching, certifications are nice. mm mm-hmm. Emotional intelligence is the absolutely most important thing. Yeah. And if you don't know what emotional intelligence is, get a book on it. Read about read about it. Look it up. Um, The ability to read uh, facial cues from customers, to read tone, body language, body language, um, just is the difference maker Mm -hmm. in 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 a coach. Um, and I'll say after that, um, it's just how nice the person is. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we, we have coaches, you know, I I'll talk about Levi cause he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Levi's uh, a, uh, a, 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 he's a beautiful man. Yeah. Like, the guy's sculpted. Like, an athlete too. The guy's sculpted like Adonis. He was a football player at Indiana university, but he, and he's the son of a preacher too. mm mm-hmm. Um, but he is the most soft spoken guy we have in this gym. And it's in a in in one of our policies, because we got a big area out there, is like, you gotta speak up. You have to be loud. Turn that volume up. And he doesn't. And that's okay mm-hmm. because he is so damn nice. I mean, he is the nicest guy in everybody, and he always has a smile and he always has a nice a good thing to say. Mm-hmm. And uh and he connects with everybody
0: he works the room still it's and like it's oh, in his, it's in his own format he does he's not loud but he no. still works the room which he, is yeah he does like you say go back and it to works quality, quality Like if content. i said hey
1: you got to be able to speak like, like levi wouldn't make the cut yeah but he's a he's a fantastic coach mm-hmm. he's my daughter who has anxiety issues um will come to levi's classes really yeah she likes levi that's cool. She just, she connects with him and, and because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't scare her and he's, you know, he's takes Not his time with her. No, and he looks
0: intimidating because he's jacked, right. but, but when you get to know him, so,
1: he's so, he, he just, he's so kind and you can see it. It exudes it anyway, but emotional intelligence I mm-hmm. think is, is super important. Yeah. The third thing for affiliates and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to harp on this one a lot. Um, because I've I've had multiple people recently say it that have joined our gym. We join your gym because of the hours you are open, or the class times that you have available. And you, and as an affiliate owner, you need to make sure that you have as plentiful hours as possible. You need to figure out ways to do that, and there's lots of ways to do that. Mm-hmm. It's you don't have to be there. Yeah. 16 hours a day. There's ways to do trades. There's ways to bring in, uh, interns, um, your gym. I feel strongly that when your gym is not having classes that it should be during the day. If you do classes in the morning, class in the evening, you close during the day. I think that's a detriment to your business. Not because people will come during that time. Believe me, our gym is, you know, you could shoot a cannon off Dead here. sometimes. Yeah. At two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. you could shoot a cannon off in here. There's like three people in yeah. this, you know, in 12,000 square feet. Yeah. Two it, of them work. It here. doesn't matter. Ten people will join my gym because we're open yeah. from noon until three. Yeah, Cause cause some uh, one day I might want to come yeah, that time. Yeah. And they do eventually, uh, and, they, you know, they do. And, you know, here or there, Yeah, but it's the perception that you're available yeah. during that time. They'll come, they'll pick their class time, you know, 4.30, 5.30 in the afternoon or 6 a.m. and they'll stick to that. Mm-hmm. But they want to know that they can come. There's also those times where, you know, an athlete
0: or a member will, you know, typically have a 5 a.m. and maybe they got the day off and they want to yeah. sleep in. And then that's
1: such a treat to come into the gym when it's
0: quiet oh, yeah. and you can kind of have the free range no of open gym.
1: Let me add to that. So that's, mm-hmm. I want you to be open. Uh, these affiliates, I want, I want you to figure out a way to be open during the middle of the day. And, and you're not going to get a bunch of members immediately to sign up. But over time, mm-hmm. they're going to pick your affiliate and, and because they're paying you a lot of money because you have that availability. And let me add to that, that Saturday and Sundays, you need to figure out how you can be open. Yeah. It, I, and it, and I know some people, they don't, they don't want to work both weekend days. You don't have to, but you need to figure out a way that you offer classes and are open. We're open from, and this is something we, that we've done for probably now f- 12, 15 years, yeah. is open at know, 8 a.m. We're open at 7 a.m. now on Saturdays, but 8 a.m. And we're open until about 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock yeah. on Saturdays. On Sundays, we close at noon, but we'll open at 8 a.m. And we have three or four classes and and we have open gym we have an area we can have open gym during that time and, and it's it you and it gym is busy as hell always saturday full. mornings yeah, is like church here yeah. it is chaos in here the energy is high everybody's in a great mood mm-hmm. it is so much fun on here fun here on saturdays and sundays are almost equal it's pretty damn cool and yeah. it is but i know that i have had added, added many members because we have that availability I figured out a way to have pay someone a you know a minimum wage to be at the front desk and then give them a free membership, just so we can be open. Yeah, you don't need somebody with a level one to have open gym.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, you just you you put somebody you can do a trade for membership to have someone come and just sit here. Yeah, there was a point where we had the the coach would the coaches wanted to come in and train. I'm like, okay. So I'll tell you what, you're going to come in and train on Sundays, then open the gym, train, you know, if anybody new walks in, just, you know, say hello to them, but be you don't available. have, but just be, just have the gym open. Yeah. We make, um, related to that. So we were worried about people who were coming in that would want to do a tour or sign up. And so what we did was we created a separate calendar. We use Calendly, we put it on our website and you have to book a time. Tell everybody that's new, you got to book a, and this is, we stole this from Two Brain Business. We have to do a no no sweat intro, a tour, because you know, we don't let people jump into class right away. That's too much of a burden on our coaches, and it, it's not going to create that good of an experience for the new person. So we say, look, book a tour. I don't care if you got experience or no experience. I want you to book a tour. You got to come and see our gym and talk to us and before you decide what you're going to do. Well, those tour times we only make available when I know I have someone here that they can talk to. Yeah. That scarcity of that time creates demand, I think. But, but just set up a separate calendar for people to come talk to you if you're worried about someone coming in and seeing the gym with just a coach in their training by himself. Yeah. But be open, be open seven days a week. Um, I think that is super important to being a successful affiliate. So that's, th- I've only three, that's three. I'm like, that's three. you got two sorry. more. Sorry. <laughs> I did not think that this would go this long, but this is good though. This is, yeah. this
0: is some important stuff that, you know, it kind of highlights why we've yeah.
1: been <laughs> as successful
0: as we are. Like you yeah. said, the end of 2022, we had the best month of our career of
1: our the yeah. gym. Yeah.
0: This is how <laughs> Yeah. all this stuff, it this is. is. important. And just focus on this,
1: not chasing down, you know, the members that split, you know, yeah. not, you know, not just not, making it better. Not here. focus on one, one, one relationship with one coach, no, just just yeah. focusing on these five things. And the next one is, and this one's important. This is one. This one's contentious. We talked about this last week. Is having progressions in your programming. Yeah. And this is not a sales pitch for for PRs all day, though. If you want to check them out, check them out. But I don't care. Well, I do care. Sugar lot. But 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 yeah. I mean, if everyone that's doing programming knows how to put in progressions, strength training progressions yeah. or gymnastic progressions, should. I'm not saying that that produces better fitness. Um, uh, although I will say, um, for a large group of members, a large community, I would argue that it, that it will produce better fitness over time than mm-hmm. doing GPP for the reasons we talked about last week. Watch our podcast last week if you want to know what those reasons are. But what it does as an affiliate owner for me is it creates it shows progress. Um, it's very visceral. It's 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 immediate feedback. Like literally within weeks, they're going to come in. They're going to start um, your workouts, your work. And if your workouts include strength training progressions, within within two weeks, three weeks, they're going to be doing more than they did. Yep. If you're just doing GPP, they may or may not see or feel that progress. And and the and why that's important is because the physiological changes that really get people engaged. Where they say, oh, shit, my t-shirt fits different. Oh, oh, I'm starting to get abs or I'm starting to lose weight. Those changes, everybody knows in the crossroad world, those things take a long time. Yeah, It can be months sometimes, mm-hmm. especially if they have no muscle mass and they start adding muscle mass, they gain weight. It's almost the worst. It's,
0: uh, yeah.
1: it's scary for women. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit, I'm gaining weight. That's not what I wanted.
0: But then it comes down to like, well, how do your p- clothes fit? Like if you're gaining weight, are your pants fitting a little better? Right. Like, are you moving better? Are you feeling better?
1: Like, right. there's a lot of different but, metrics. Well, I understand, yeah. right? But again, I know you do, those yeah. are th- those are things that you have yeah. to explain as a coach exactly. to that individual. They're not going to go, oh, but my, you know, <laughs> I'm moving better and, <laughs> and I'm feeling better. No bullshit. Everyone's going to be like, I don't see it. Yeah, but they do see a an increase in weight on the barbell. Mm-hmm. They do see a better um, clean. Or being able to link toast to bar. Or, or being able to link toast to bar. Or pull-ups. Yes, they do see those things. Yeah. And when they can go up to a PR board and write it down, yeah. it's really what I have been doing is working. Yeah. Then six weeks, um, two months, three months down the line, when they start losing weight, when they start getting ripped, when they start getting muscle, when they start feeling better, when they start you know, picking up their kids and going, oh, shit, mm-hmm. I couldn't do this before. When they do all of those things, then they'll be like, that, that, that's like the double stack. Yeah, It's fantastic. So with, with that, would
0: you say like um, following progressions, but also having a PR board so that that way there's a, a, a physical place, not just like on the social app, but a physical yes. place that's in public view? Because, I mean, that's cool, right? Yeah. You get to go hit the ball, bell, your name's on the board, and it stays up there to show off your success.
1: Right. Yes. Um, it, it, that is part of it. Yeah, you, you you need to have that, and I'm glad that we've been very disciplined in doing that. We for a while there we got away from it, and but the last five six years we've been doing it. Yeah. It's outstanding. Yeah, yes. Um, that includes also a sugar water beyond the whiteboard, yes. something else yes. where they can where they can put their results in there. Because what's cool about sugar water, you PR, and it gives you a little. It gives you these confetti. when you put it into the sugar water app, it gives you a little confetti thing. Congratulations on your PR. I've had that a couple of times I'm like, oh no, no, I like I, yeah. I can feel the I can feel what is it, the dopamine?
0: Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Get a little dopamine hit. Feel the
1: dopamine and at hit.
0: the same time, when you have it logged into something like that, from a coach's perspective, you can look and because not everybody feels comfortable to go up on the board. And right, you know, we always try to encourage it, but even on sugar it shows up or be on the whiteboard. That's it right. shows up. You can see that they are being successful and that you are on the right
1: track. Yes. So progressions in your programming, add them in. And it will, it's one more hook in your, in your members to you keep, them, keep them coming back. So, because it, it makes a statement to them that what they're doing is working and then they'll see the results later as their clothes start to fit better, as they lose weight, as they are able to do more things around the house, that those types of things. The last one's a bit different. Um, probably most people wouldn't guess what the last one is. I thought about this. and went back and forth on a couple of different things as to what I think is most important. But I think one of the things that has separated Diablo from uh, from other affiliates and has helped us grow is being able to capture other family members, mm-hmm. the spouse, the kids, mm-hmm. um, and we do that. We've got a family environment. Look, we you know Yvonne and I've been married you know more than thirty years, so that you know obviously you know that goes throughout the community right people uh, people people see that and they and i think they they lay in it and it helps define our or it helps set a tone for our community but that beyond that um the the biggest reason why we we get family members in here so they can live this life progression yeah but you know why you know what the biggest reason is why why they come what is that pricing uh price the break the break yeah we give, we, or, or the spouse or partner is half
0: off. I was going to say, otherwise they, they're both bought into it yeah. and they get both get progress through that and, way. And they've got to be,
1: and it's got to be a partnership. Yeah. It's got to be married or living together. Yeah, living together. Right. And, you know, no bro, you know, no two bros that are, you know, having a bit, have a room. Yeah. No, they got to be partners. Yeah. Um, and we give them the spouse half off. Um, a couple of different reasons. When you think about how much a family has to pay, um, you know, paying two full memberships and, 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 uh, there's a lot of, um, if there, well, there's not a lot, but there's a couple of the top, uh, consultants to affiliates, business consult affiliate consultants out there say, don't do that. You're giving them full of the same value, same, same service that you're giving to another member. Why would they pay less? The reason is, is I, I do take, uh, the economic consideration as a family, when you're if you're paying twice as you're you're paying two membership fees, that's a lot of money going out the door. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing we found out. So you give the spouse half off. There's an incentive there to bring the spouse. Yep. Um, it's less of a financial burden when the spouse is going. You know, the other partner is likely to stay mm-hmm. longer. So you get more longevity. So you get that membership longevity, which I think is really important as an affiliate owner. Um. And then the other thing is, is in terms of a, an affiliate, both spouses don't come as often. It's yeah. rare that they both. Now, there's a few, especially if they've got kids. Yeah, there's a few of them in here that come that where we know. Like, and yeah. I think of like uh, Brian and, Brian and uh, Teresa. Teresa. Yep. Right, Amy and Min. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a there's a number of them that that come or are, are competitive athletes that have spouses. You know, they come that much, but for the most part, they don't. Like I think of Andra and Nicole, Nicole mm-hmm. Rogers and Andra. Mm-hmm. Andra comes when you know periodically, yeah. When he wants to come, he works out on his own at home, but he wants to be able to come from time to time, yeah, and do class with Nicole, yeah. And uh, and so it that's the that's the majority of couples is what they do. You usually have one spouse that's into something else, running, yeah. you know, other types of fitness, and they want, but they want to come from time to time with their spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris McCreary and uh, Sharon, Shannon. Okada. Same thing, and 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 that's why you do it because when you get the family in, you get them longer. Yeah, and then any additional family members, kids, we also give that same rate. We give half off for the kids. We've got, you know, I think of Jared. It's Jared mm-hmm. and, and Kennedy, Kennedy and, and Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, right. He's got three kids. You there's there's multiple people here that have yeah. three or four family members here. That's a huge amount of money going out the door for a gym membership, mm-hmm. but. Having family members here creates a family environment in yeah. the gym and it makes, and let me tell you what, a family environment in the gym creates a, it makes it a, I want to say a safer place for your, it's where people want to be like, with the, and, and, and I think especially women, they don't want to go to a gym, feel like they're, they're, you know, they're going to get, you know, 10 DMs the next day yeah. from, from bros in the gym mm. They they want to come here and they want to be able to train and not have to worry about those things. Mm-hmm. They want to come here and train to train, and that's what we're here to do. When you create a family environment, that is more likely to go down.
0: It's almost it. It also creates a really stronger community. Well, right? sure, like, that's right. Especially when we come into like some of our events. That's right. Um, you know, it's 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 what I want for my family. Yeah, right. I want my kids to be able to
1: come in here and and you know eventually be doing
0: class yeah when look, they get make, older, but. look
1: make no make no mistake people meet people here yeah. there's very few places in this world where people can meet people yeah. you know in a face-to-face environment human environment we've had i think now 13 couples yeah. meet here yeah. that went on to get married I met my wife here right, 10 years right. ago, right. <laughs> no, 11 years yeah. ago at this point, right? It's, uh, yeah. And I, I've, I've actually, I've actually married one of them. I was the, you know, student, oh, student, right. student as a minister of one of them, but, Whitney, but and, right? that's, and I always tell people like, if there's nothing else that I did, I'm standing in front of God at the, you know, when i am dead. I'm like, <laughs> Hey, we did that, <laughs> you know, so we, uh, yeah, we, it, but, but creating that family environment, yeah. I think is super important. Yeah. And, and you do that through pricing. Give the spouse a discount. We give fifty percent, mm-hmm. and it and could I could we have gotten more? Sure. Would they have stayed as long? Nope. Yeah. And I, I got 15, 16 years of data to show you. Yeah. So those five things: clean gym, quality coaching, open gym, and lots of hours, lots of availability, um, progressions, progressions, in your, progressions in your programming, and yeah. a PR board, and then uh, uh, good pricing for spouses, for families. Family, family friendly. I just gave away the secret to the yeah secret to success for Phillips. You it's, don't need to do it's anything. It's gonna be else. a few little blips from there. I'm fire, sure. fire your mentor. Fire your mentor and do those five things. But it, it, and and I say that listen, mentors are awesome. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, when you when you're deeply mired in a. In an issue with a member that is that did recently left you or is thinking of leaving you, and it's and it's emotionally tearing at you. And you're thinking, Fuck, Am I doing the right thing as an affiliate owner? Why am I doing this? You know, my best members leaving. Take a look at that list, yeah, and focus on that list. Don't focus on that one relationship, yeah, focus on these things and keep doing them over and over and over again, and it'll come your way. Yeah, um, happy new year, Matt. Uh, right on thank you dude um with it, it's interesting because that's uh matt's on and yeah because I, I, I wanted to talk about the what we're focusing on in 2023 uh yeah. in the new year and and i do think about things to focus on i do get rejuvenated at the beginning of the year despite my cynicism about saying happy new year to people that every day is the you know, today's the same as it was. I think, you know. I think too, like coming off of the, the
0: holiday season, I mean, going from Thanksgiving right, well, all the way through is. Christmas, the new year. I mean, there's so much stuff. There's so many different distractions distractions, and things pulling you away for family functions, a holiday party, whatever the case is. The new year is a chance to kind of like, like you said, re-hone in and just reevaluate everything. And, and I think like sharing those top five tips is, is gold yeah. for other affiliates out there that are looking to, you know,
1: have a direction yeah thank you and i think uh so here's what we're going to focus on for the year um first of all i'm going to continue the for me for diablo this is for diablo just Mm -hmm. for 2023 one is the gym improvement projects i got a couple more improvement projects i want to do we're getting uh we we got our sawn in um if you want to know uh um what the brand is I'll, i'll i'll put it somewhere or you can DM in. I'll give you the brand name. It's pretty cool. It's full spectrum sauna. But anyway, we're getting a, the ice barrels coming, so we're getting nice. an ice barrel with a chiller. Can't wait. <laughs> and then, um, so and then I've got a couple of other projects I'm going to do. I got painting projects, and so we need to freshen up the paint in here. The,
0: moving around all the all the jerseys. Oh yeah, the moved, CrossFit yeah, Games moved, jerseys. Moved, moved around,
1: moved, I took all, all the CrossFit Games. I was going to say, how many? Did you count them all? No, there's. I think it's like fifty six. Fifty six jerseys. Damn. Yeah. And hanging, and I, you know, I started that project thinking, no big deal, I'll you know, just take them out, hang them. And then I realized, oh crap, you gotta find space. Dude, to find space, but it was also leveling them. Yeah, and then set, and then and sep- lining and then, them all uh, up. Oh yeah, lining them all up. When you have multiple pictures, one or two pictures fine, but when you have like six or seven pictures, you're gonna put next to each other, yeah. every, it, like spacing between them, and, and especially with the level. different size shirts. And then both sides of the wall has to, you have to start equally, so you yeah, gotta do the math. Centered. Holy <laughs> crap, what a pain in the ass. But anyway. That project, so we moved those out, and it looks great. I've getting, got a lot of good compliments from people. Like, I like how seeing the jerseys
0: out and about. Oh, good, it's really cool. Yeah, because they see them more yeah, now. Yeah,
1: and then, um, so that's neat. And then we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna get some other pictures up, and but I have some improvement projects that I'm doing around the gym, and those are those are healthy for me too. I like doing that. I I you know I come here, you know, six days a week, sometimes seven. I'll, i like change to, the scenery to change the scenery is so <laughs> nice and and when things are fresh and new it makes it feel so much better um so it's it's partly for me and it's goes, and it's also for our members it goes back to that kaizen yeah constantly improving yeah um and then uh so we're focusing uh, so i'm going to get those done and then accessory classes um and programs and um that we're working on one of them is and matt schindeldecker jumped in there it was uh um, we're working with Matt to create a juvenile detention program here at Diablo where we would bring in um, kids who are in the juvenile uh, probation system and on probation as an alternative outlet for them, hopefully paid for by the county or state. Mm-hmm. So we're working with a local... Uh, um, Superior court, court judge system, yeah. who knows knows and understands the program she's helping us um, gain uh, get some traction to get this program up and running. so we're we're doing that. Um, so that's one of the focuses where I'm going I want to get that program up and running. We have our current program also that we're doing in the evening with the Phoenix org and if you haven't done if you haven't hooked up with these guys yet, um, go to the phoenix.org. We offer classes in the evening. The last class of the evening is available to the phoenix.org members who are um, essentially uh, people who are in recovery from substance abuse. And it provides them a fitness outlet. So they've got all these fitness organizations and gyms that they've partnered with, Phoenix Group. So if you're a member of Phoenix Group, you're in recovery, you can choose from their group of gyms. So Diablo CrossFit's one of those gyms here in our area, and we get three—we have three or four members that come in the evening and um, are using CrossFit as their new healthy addiction. Yeah. Do, uh Danville CrossFit Dusty's gym is gonna—is he jumping on? Yeah, too? he's jumping awesome. on too, which is cool. That's great. Um, so that that there's that, and then the other thing um, that I want to focus on in this year is continue with um, our coach career development. And helping our coaches maximize their potential, um, surrounding clinics, um, private custom s- programming, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then private coaching, yeah. increasing their. A lot of our members look at the program that Sandy did at the end of the year, which was when she told me she wanted to do it. I thought it was <laughs> random and unusual i didn't have doubts because I, I did not i, didn't, <laughs> I was well, excited i, didn't, I mean it. I didn't have any i mean it, I, I had a little bit of doubt because i'm like okay it's like this is spur of the moment she yeah. told me she wanted to she said uh, she said i want to run a, an endurance program endurance training, or six-week endurance training program i, was, I don't even know where she got the idea from she's oh, done, i don't know she's well, only got a few years well, no of no no experience. no I, I, she has a, no I, i'm not saying she doesn't have the experience to do no, it or, no, no. or the education or the sophistication uh, yeah. like okay. sandy knows like yeah. if there's one person out there that knows how yeah. to do it it's alessandra pachelli for sure but the just the timing of it, like end of the year like what and what what would make you think that members would want to do this at the end of the year a, comf- a six-week program mm-hmm. and we really only had like uh, one week to announce it and get it out there yeah and she had 15 people pay her almost 200 to Per person to do a six-week program and she basically wrote their programming yep and it was only two classes with her yeah. one class to start where they tested and went through some skills training and then a second class where she tested them mm-hmm. and the results were unbelievable
0: it's kind of nice to end the year with that you yeah. know it's the same reason why we finished off the year with the deadlift after yeah. basically three months of prepping into it
1: yeah It's a good success. She had a thirty on average, a thirty to forty percent improvement. It's awesome in aerobic capacity, as measured by watts Mm -hmm. um, in a a twenty-minute test. Yeah, Uh, and and it was so. Did they improve their aerobic capacity by twenty percent? Not necessarily. I think that most of them improved their aerobic capacity. If I had to guess, probably anywhere from ten to twenty-five percent. But what they improved was their the knowledge and how to use it. Right. And their, yeah, and their ability to suffer, yeah. right? Yeah. At higher capacity. Yeah. Really cool. And everybody raved about it. But anyway, I want to, so I want to, I want to do more of those types of things because mm-hmm. our members loved it. They did it. Yeah. And now there's more members, of course, who want to do it.
0: And she's also done other clinics too with, you well, know, she like gymnastics, right. the bar muscle ups, the ring muscle. Up. Yeah. Like, there's the, a lot of opportunity out there for coaches to, you know, highlight their skills and, Share it with the rest of the community.
1: And speaking of hooks in your members, mm-hmm. the better your members get, mm-hmm. even if you give up 100% of the income, mm-hmm. the better your members get with, with one of your coaches or doing something here, the more they're going to associate it with their membership that they're paying in, yeah. the more likely they are to stay. They're not going to want to leave. No, they're not going to leave because they got now. They got this. They can't wait to do these. Um, uh, everybody did this endurance test, but I can't wait to do some of these longer metcons. So there's a social
0: atmosphere that's bringing them here and keeping well, them here. But then there's also the, the evidence based fitness progress right. that's happening
1: too. Yeah. It, let me tell you what the, the social part of it is reinforced because they all yeah. got together and yeah. did their test together. Yeah. And it was celebrated it it together. Yeah. But anyway, there's a number of things that we're gonna I'm gonna focus on for our coaches to help again create more opportunities for our coaches to develop a really meaningful income yeah and the more they can do that the more likely my members are to stay mm-hmm. and keep um keep their memberships going and at the same time it's
0: not even they're so they're staying they're getting better but the fact that they're getting better is also going to help them improve their function of their training sure because they're going to become more competent with the yeah, skills they're be better, better class members well better class members but they're also going to be less injury prone because oh, they're moving right. better right yeah. like yeah. that's i mean like that's kind of the way I see it is from a programmer or coaching right. standpoint. I want yeah. to see these people move well because a PR is a PR. It's just personal record. But at the same time, a PR shows that they're making progress and they're not going to make progress and constantly make progress if they're moving improperly. That's like right. if they're breaking down early or they're compensating, that's where like these clinics and even private sessions have a chance to not just provide an experience, Um, an added income for coaches but also provide that member with better movement so they can improve their longevity of this fitness journey
1: yeah that's awesome it's true yeah interestingly and the like if i think of three members that were injured recently that have taken them out of class or like had them scale back on class it was three members that were doing stuff on their own Mm. Either which is something we're gonna get into here in a second. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> some sport they were doing or some
0: training. It's softball's a big one. Yeah. Softball, <laughs> basketball, those are Bas- some big basketball, ones. That ba-
1: are... Basketball took out uh or no, it was ankles soccer. Soccer took out uh Eric Albertoni with his shoulder. <sighs> soccer Dislocated sho- his shoulder was he the Um I I don't I'm not sure how it happened. it went down. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Injuries, injuries are no in fun. But injuries are no fun. in, in the random sports to do that. But then I've had members that have injured themselves just doing bench press that was not prescribed anywhere. Yeah. But decided to do bench press with dumbbells. Which we do bench press, but it's right. all part of the progression. <laughs> it's all part of the progression. So, um, you know, give our coaches more opportunities to make our member, members better and make them healthier. That's, that's the third focus that I have for the year. Yeah. Anyway, so – and then on to – one of the things I did want to briefly touch upon, because we've we talked a lot about the intramural open last week. This week, uh, Diablo is, uh, we're organizing, we're going to get team captains this week. We're going to pick our team captains. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to ramp up the uh, signups for the open, registration for the open. Um, I want to now um, uh, talk about, if we could, uh, pre-open programming. Mm-hmm. You know, or masters, or, you know, they want to do every time they get together now, they yeah. want to do an open workout, which is great. But I, I think the approach that we're taking at Diablo for the open from now until the open, which is February 16th, 16th. Um, I kind of like what we're doing for the week. Yeah. And I thought it'd be good to describe how we're approaching programming so that other affiliates uh, might um, want to think about something similar mm-hmm. so with this uh
0: progressive programming um you know like we, we've talked in the past the year is about building up uh you know your work capacity across broad time little domain and in this next six weeks we're basically just kind of refining and fine-tuning the little details so when the open does come we're prepared right and we've structured the week different from how we've done it in the past right in the past like i try to keep somewhat of a gpp format so primary or secondary lift does vary on the day so that mm-hmm. way it, it hits more members it doesn't it's not like i can only come on monday so if we're doing monday tuesday monday tuesday we're still getting some exposure of that movement pattern for that member right um now as we go into the open we know that the workout is for us here at diablo we're going to be doing a friday night lights so we know friday is the workout day um the workout gets announced on thursday so what does that how does that make us structure the week right because we want we want people to be set up and for success right so we're starting off monday we're going to be doing a lift tuesday we're going to be doing a skilled lift um wednesday is going to be kind of a monostructural like coming closer to the open um right now we're doing another lift we're doing more barbell cycling yeah so for example monday we've got our primary strength which is a varied lift skilled lift right? right snatch clean and jerk whatever it is Tuesday, we're doing gymnastic skills yeah. with an Imam format. So we're building up our intensity, going from 20 on, 40 off for a few rounds, and then progressively going to an EMOM and then ending with a, a WOD. Right. And I'll talk about why we're doing it like that later. Um, Wednesday, barbell cycling, becoming more efficient with the bar. Thursday is our monostructural skill gymnastics. Basically, we're using a lot of biking on that day. Yeah. Take the volume out of it. So when we go in on Friday, we're rehearsing that Friday session with an old past open workout. Right. And the idea of that is to basically kind of get everybody prepared mentally from their nutrition, from their sleep. If they need to take, if they know they're gonna go into that workout and kind of hit it as if it is the 2023 open, they can take that that Thursday off. So by front loading the first couple days in the week and taking that Thursday off, they can come in on Thursday on Friday and really hammer it out. When we get into the actual open, you're gonna see a little shift with that Thursday being more like a true monostructural day. Yeah. Right. So really trying to trying to dial that volume down. Yeah. And we're gonna have our lifts earlier in the week. Right. So that way we have time to recover. So We, can we really don't want
1: people in the gym on Thursdays. And if they do come into the gym, we just want them moving. At least if they're doing the open, we don't yeah. want them. But if That's they're right.
0: not, because not everybody is going to be able to do right. that. That's thing. true. And, and, there,
1: and there's a workout there. Like they can really push the there's workout. There's
0: still going to be a good workout. It's just monostructural. Exactly. Now, when we get into um, the, 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 the crunch time... <laughs> right? Right. This is where people start thinking, Oh, it's the new year that opens six weeks away. Let me hammer everything into the next six weeks. This is a time where we want to think about refining our skills and not punishing ourselves with volume. Right. Right. So when we look at volume versus intensity, if you have a skill that you need to work on double unders, pull ups, whatever it is, pick a day that doesn't conflict with whatever the workout is that you're doing. For example, if we're doing a ton of running, don't just hammer down double unders, right? Because you need your, you need those ankles to recover. Right. Um, if we're doing a bunch of pull-ups, this is not the day to practice ring muscle-ups, right? So kind of pick and choose which days you're going to be working on those skills. If it's after class, before class, or even set up a time with a, with a coach to do a private session to really focus on individual, what you need to work on. Um, so those are the couple
1: things that I would highly recommend. Just, you know, the... the the, you know what I take from this is you know you're basically your primary strength training and fitness training is close to being done. It's pretty much done. You're not going to make that many gains between now and the open, yes. which is why and, and if you try too hard to do that, you the risk is the too risk high. is yeah, exactly.
0: It's all about risk versus reward at this point.
1: So now is the time. If you don't have double unders, you can probably do, and, and, or, you, or you have the physical capacity to do toes bar, physical capacity to do linked pull-ups. Now's the time to practice those skills mm-hmm. as long as you're not, that practice doesn't conflict with what the day exactly. programming is. Yeah. And then Fridays will always be an open workout so that we kind of get that mindset going right now of, of doing an open workout. Um, I really like you know the, the. I looked at the programming this week and next week, and and I, I like what it is today. Snatches and then a seven minute metcon mm-hmm. with double unders, a, a couplet. And by the way, couplets are um, get used to them. Get used to them. <laughs> but in in athletes, especially competition athletes, and you watch them. You guys know in your affiliates, you watch them train. Yeah. Competition athletes avoid couplets. Yeah, this is the time to start thinking
0: about metcons. No, don't. Don't just hammer down the the volume in emoms. Right,
1: it's time to go to that dark place in a metcon. That's why, which that's why the athletes don't like me- the the couplets. Yeah. We've talked about this in the past. They avoid them because they know. There's there's no place to hide in a yeah. couplet, especially if it, if it's a couplet like today, wall balls and double unders. Yeah, for seven minutes, everybody can do double yeah. unders and you know every all the athletes can do lots of double unders and lots yeah. of wall balls, so they know they're going to, have to suffer and they avoid it. They do triplets or they do mm-hmm. chippers, mm-hmm. they do emoms because it gives you a chance to rest. Yeah, so kind of going back to the emom stuff,
0: our skill for this month is is basically honing in on those skills: double yeah. unders, toes to bar, single leg squats. Uh, bar muscle ups, all that stuff. We have dedicated time to practice that before class. And then we're doing it in an, like I said, an EMOM format where we have a timed, then a set rep scheme, and then a MetCon. So the idea of that is to learn how to pace into it. Yeah. Right. How many times we start an open workout and we say, Hey, establish that first round, see what it's going to feel like, find your breathing rhythm, find a rhythm that you can maintain and sustain right. for the timeframe. Here's a 15-minute workout that's starting off with a couple rounds of an EMOM as kind of a rolling start. So there is no score to that, so might as well practice. Right. We're practicing the skill, then we're going to implement it with a couple other open-type skills, and then we're going to find ourselves going hard in the last like six minutes or something like that.
1: Right. That's a that's actually a cool format of workout. So we, uh, Jamie sets it up so that we do an EMOM for – first few rounds and then we go into a four time workout of the same movements those are those are awesome um, because then you you know how you're going to feel you know how you can pace you learn how to pace um, so those are things to think about in the open your your members encourage them this is the time to practice maybe set up an open workout once a week ideally on the day that you're going to do it during the, during the open for the three weeks during the open, set it up now and get them preconditioned for that. Um, avoid the, avoid the, the heavy, heavy one rep maxes and the heavy progressions there. Again, you're not going to get a lot stronger between now and the open, which you can get better out of the skills and the ability to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. No, I like where we're going with this and I, and I think it's great advice for, for other affiliates as well. Um, anything else uh road royalty oh yeah a yeah, couple oh, weeks yeah let's put a commercial <laughs> so, out talking
0: there. about prep for the open yeah. here's an opportunity to kind of practice and rehearse
1: yeah. that scoring aspect right well, it's, so it's four weeks it starts january 12th which is in a week and a half um sign up roadroyalty.com um get get registered a workout will be released on thursday it's just a rowing workout um, you yeah, have until Monday to do it to to submit your score. There'll be there's age groups. Um, and there's what's really cool is we had we do it by height. So um there's height categories, um, which which distinguishes is a distinguishing um separator um on the rower, taller athletes do better. So we have a tall class and a and a standard class, which mm-hmm. which works out for everybody and gives everybody an opportunity to perform well against people like themselves. So sign up Road Royalty. That'll give you some good conditioning as well for the,
0: and it, for the open. Good conditioning from the monostructural side. Yeah. You got multiple scores, so you can kind of play around with your strategies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you learn how to use the ERG. You learn how to use the ERG because, I mean, we've seen it in past open. Um, also, just kind of rehearsing that dark place, right? yeah. Well, just yeah. One and done. Got to score it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, the rower can be awful. Yeah. Right on, guys. Happy New Year, Bruce. Yep. And uh, check us out. um, At PR's All Day is the YouTube, and then we're on Apple Podcasts now, and then you can find us also on the RSS.com site too. We'll have um, some information on how we're doing our intramural um, open
0: on uh, PR's All Day blog too. Cool. So cheers. Happy New Year, guys.